Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. So this week we're talking all about messenger bots and how they can help you to get more eyes onto your content. So we all create great content and then we repurpose our content, but how do we get more people to read, watch and listen to it? And messenger bots can really, really help you. Now, I'm not going to lie, I until quite recently with somebody who needed a little bit of convincing on messenger bots but not anymore and I have a fantastic guest Kelly Noble Mirabella. Kelly is the founder of Stellar Media Marketing. She's a social media expert, she does social media marketing, training, speaking, consulting. She is a leading expert in chatbots and I'm so happy to have you on the show Kelly. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm so excited to, anytime I get to talk about social media, but also chatbots, I'm excited to do so. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming on. So so what did I um, miss there in that brief intro? Could you maybe just like tell us a little bit more about your background, please? Sure. Well, you did an excellent job, but um, I have been doing social media management for over 11 years. I have owned my own business, Seller Media Marketing, for nine of those years, and I've been and dabbling in the world of chatbots for about two years. And chatbots are fairly new to the world of the online world. You know, they've been around for a a little over three or four years, but no one really took notice until probably this year, to be honest. (laughs) And you, I think more and more people are seeing them being used across the board. So I've taken a lot of interest in them myself, become somewhat obsessed and really have jumped in um, you know, eyes wide open and feet first to embrace how I can utilize them for my clients, for myself, you know, really getting content out there and getting more yeses with those chatbots helping out. Right. And for anybody who isn't quite sure on what we're even talking about with messenger bots. So, so, so what is a messenger bot? So there's, so a chatbot in general can be so many things. It could be, uh, you know, Alexa skills are a type of chatbot or Siri on your iPhone is a type of chatbot. Those are audio based chatbots. Then you have things that are text message based chatbots. And then we get to messenger bots and messenger bots are the most common that a consumer will see. And those are via Facebook messenger and they are all kind of brought through the Facebook business page platform. And so in other words, you have to have a business page in order to have a chatbot. And what they can do, well, there's so many things, but mainly it's something that is built by a person, a series of messages uh, and and questions or buttons and, and flows, if you will, that are built by a human and then sent out to any the, the subscriber to anyone who interacts with your messenger. And so there's there's rules just like in email marketing, there's rules that we use and there's certainly ways to break those rules which we don't want to do. But overall it's it's basically a, a human on one end builds these messages similar to how you would build email f- sequences and what have you. And then you can have these kind of automated conversations with consumers, clients, end users, etc. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's not that it's particularly anything new. I mean, in terms of 
that kind of interaction where there's been a kind of decision logic and then people interact with something that isn't human. We, you know, we all do that all the time when we phone up um, certain call centres and we get asked to press certain buttons right. and things like that. It's a, it's kind of, um, it's setting decisions for people to follow and then paths for them to then follow in a, in a more automated way. But exactly. I guess what's exciting about um, Facebook Messenger bots is that it's becoming accessible for people like you and I and small business mm -hmm. owners to create things that usually you maybe associate more with big, big corporates, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It used to be that your chatbots would have to be uh, coded. So yeah. you'd have to have someone who knows Python or uh, JavaScript to code those. And you still can, you know, build really crazy, amazing chatbots using code. But now there's tools like ChatFuel and ManyChat and many, many other uh, tools out there that make it so easy to build your own chatbots. And there's so many use cases from very simple menus that, you know, direct people to FA Cues or places on your website to really complex sales funnels that you can integrate into your messenger. And the thing that makes it so exciting is that more and more people are using the messenger platform and preferring the messenger platform or even text-based platforms over things like phone or email. Yeah, so um, you and I were both at Social Media Marketing World earlier this year where Messenger was really mentioned in Michael Stelzner's keynote speech as being a, a big, like, growing uh, tool, wasn't it? And, you know, yeah. some one to watch, yeah. So it's not surprising that Messenger bots are, um, people are getting really, really interested in them. Now, I, I have to admit that I was quite sceptical at first. I think what was happening for me was I was noticing um, that people were trying to maybe get you to comment on something and not telling you that if you commented in a certain way that you were going to get subscribed to and um, bought. So I think around about that time, around kind of March, February, March this year, I was going through a, a period where people would say things like they'd post maybe an image and they'd say, Right, yes, if you can see that this mm -hmm. is a blue image or something. And, and at first I was, and then I was like, wait, and, you know, a few days later, why am I suddenly getting all these messages from this person? It was because I didn't realize that by responding I was. Mm -hmm. um, so then I got into my head, oh, no, it's, you know, it's a bit spammy. It's a bad thing, yeah. Yeah, but what, you know, I, I now realize it, it, anything can be spammy. You need to use it correctly and it can be a powerful business tool. But what, I guess, what are your thoughts on that in terms of people who think it's spammy and the whole kind of that yeah. aspect of them? Yeah, you know, this has been brought up several times. I've done speaking events where they've pulled the audience and a lot of people do find them annoying or spammy. And I agree with you. I think that anything can be spammy. And unfortunately, in the Wild West days of attack, like chatbots, when it becomes accessible to so many people right away, a lot of those people are going to game the system and they're going to break the rules. It could be that they don't understand the rules. They didn't take the time to, you know, research it or learn about it or that they just don't care and they just want to build up their subscribers. And unfortunately, that is not the right way to do business. We should all know that, right? It's the golden rule. We want to treat others the way we want to be treated. And that is really important in business because it's our reputation on the line. So when people are saying, you know, comment and that's it, and then we're going to just send you stuff, but we're not going to tell you, then that is actually against the terms of service for chatbot use. You're, you're supposed to give explicit. So it's not necessarily the comment 
below, it's the, they forgot or they decided not to add the part where they said, and we will send you a message when Mm. you do. So you need to be really explicit. And that's just one of several rules when it comes to chatbots. But really, you know, uh, like they say, marketers ruin everything. I'm a marketer. I get it. They do. (laughs) And this is, and this is one of those, like some bad, bad eggs are making everyone look bad, but that doesn't mean the technology itself cannot be useful if done correctly. It's just unfortunate that there's so many people out there who don't do it correctly. And the other thing that kind of annoys me as someone who does like to do everything correctly is that you see these kind of big numbers from people who are gaming the system and you feel kind of bad sometimes that you don't have millions of subscribers, but then you have to remember, and this goes for email as well. You have to remember building things correctly is going to yield better results and it's going to keep your brand intact. Yeah, exactly. It's more about a, a slow game towards quality, isn't it? No, exactly. I would rather have a hundred people in my subscriber list, whether it's a chatbot or an email list that are wanting to be there and engaged than 10,000 who I just added and yeah. that are going to mark me as spam or be annoyed by me. Yeah, it's just pointless, isn't it, basically? Exactly. Um, it's just a yeah. <laughs> um, so um, in terms of doing it, the right way. So um, let's say, for example, uh, you have a podcast. So let's say this this podcast is podcast episode. And I would like to start using bots to get more people aware of the podcast episode or more people to listen to it. What kind of, um, you know, techniques and could I use with a messenger bot in order to get more people to listen to the podcast? Sure. So the very first thing you have to understand, just the basics foundations, is you cannot send a message to someone who has not initiated a conversation with you first. And that's why you see those people breaking those rules, just trying to get them in. So there's a lot of different growth tools that you can use. The comment Facebook comment growth tool is the one that you mentioned that people are misusing. You have to be explicit about that. But when it comes to things like, you know, getting people into a podcast or I do, for instance, a weekly video on YouTube on chatbots, what what I would do is create various what we call growth tools, ways to get people into your chatbot and give them the option to subscribe and be clear and explicit about the fact that, hey, you're subscribing to my podcast updates and I will send you out, you know, one message a week or whatever that number is and set those expectations with information about our latest podcast or what have you. And you can get people to subscribe via a comment on a post a URL called a ref URL, which is my favorite way because those ref URLs can be translated into buttons in your emails or can be put on your website and they're easy to create tracking on. Um, you could put them on any post that you have on your Facebook page or any social network where you're posting about your podcast and you could say, you know, add a little blurb at the bottom saying, Hey, if you want to subscribe to my messenger updates on this podcast, click here and I will send you a weekly update. What have you? So you're explicit, you're straightforward, you're setting expectations and you're building based off people who want to be in that, that atmosphere that want to get your messages. So it's just a lot more successful. So one of the things that I do is because I do it this weekly video, I thought, well, people might not just want my weekly video, but they probably do want updates about chatbots in general. So I do a weekly chatbot update and people can subscribe via all those ways that I talked about and more. And they're able to get 
an update about my latest video that I do a tutorial every week, any kind of news that I've found about chatbots or updates that I think they might find interesting. If I do a podcast, for instance, like this, and I was a guest, I would share that with them. Um, I recently was in an article for chatbots for Social Media Examiner. I would share that with them. So you create kind of this subscription-based blast, if you will, with information that they find useful, and then they're able to subscribe to that. And that is, and, you know, going back to the, the content times 10, getting your content in front of people in various ways. This is one of those really excellent ways that you can do that because then you can really start segmenting people so well in, and adding tags to them and sending them exactly the type of content. So your readership is much higher. Your opening is higher. Your click through rates are higher. Your listenings are higher. And it's just a really great way of getting people to look at your content because they want to. So, so for example, if you're seeing that somebody is, you know, clearly more interested in the video content or clearly more interested in blog or podcast, whichever, you can tag them and then your bots would then in the future maybe only let that person know that a new video has gone live and not tell them too much about things that they haven't responded to in the past. Yeah, exactly. You right. can really do that. You can also just simply ask them, you know, like once a quarter, I might send out a message to my whole subscriber base saying, you know, would you prefer to just get this information or what have you? There's also some things that you can do that are best practices, but not necessarily required. And well, they are required actually for many people that are under the new um, GDRP rules, which is like including a sub unsubscribe button in every single post. That's not a built-in feature. You have to take the extra step to do that. That's something I do anyways, because I just don't want people in my chatbot that are going to be annoyed. You know, if, if they're in my messenger bot flows, if they're subscribed and they just don't want to get the messages, why make it hard? You're just going to frustrate them. So, yeah. you know, having an unsubscribe, having ways that as they're going through the flow, kind of your choose your own adventure, if they choose their adventure to be video every single time, you tag them as video. So when you come out with maybe a bonus video, you don't want to send it to everyone, but you might send a bonus video or a bonus episode of your podcast to those people who have consistently shown interest in that type of content. And you're right. going to get a much better rate of return. And can you, are the ways that you can automate, so say, for example, if you're going to let people know that a new video has gone live on YouTube, is there automation between YouTube and your bot so that your bot knows straight away that that's gone live? So there are third-party tools like Zapier that can help you bring in an RSS feed to do yeah. it. Okay. Um, I don't do that with my with my uh, YouTube videos because of the way I build out my podcast. So I can't speak to if YouTube has that functionality, but I know with like a, a podcast or something, you can certainly set it up where it's kind of an auto thing, but I don't know. I'm more, I'm more hands-on, I guess. I know a lot of people want to automate, but this is one of those things where you're so, you're so connected in a conversation with people that even though it is a chatbot talking for you, I want to encourage people at least until they've spent some time in their chatbots and built it out and really get a sense for how it works to not try to over automate it too soon. Um, and, and really build out your flows and your broadcast so that it has a little bit more of that human touch, at least in the beginning until you figure out how your audience is going to respond.
Yeah, that completely makes sense. And um, does everything run from a page versus a personal profile? Yes. You have to have a business page in order to have a chatbot on Facebook. And if you have people who like and follow your page, that wouldn't automatically put them into your bot, would it? No, gosh, would that be wonderful? Um, (laughs) No, no, you have to build it. They have to interact with your page. And there are so many ways. I'll give you an example, a really quick way to build up really quick. So let's say you have a page with like 10,000 people or, you know, whatever number, but we're just going to say 10,000. You could just post something like an image or a quick video and just post the question, you know, comment below or here, click here and message our page or, you know, you get them, prompt them to message your page, what it is you want to learn about next and we will create it. And just so you know, you know, we will be sending you a Facebook message based on this. So you're just, just a simple question. How can we help you? Give us some feedback or even having a lead magnet, like a PDF checklist or something, you can, I have a video right now on my YouTube channel that shows you how to deliver a lead magnet using your chatbot. That's a really easy way of getting people immediately into your Facebook messenger bot without, you know, having to struggle too hard or pay any money for advertising or what have you. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, I was going to ask you about advertising. So if you are building your bots on uh, using the third party tools, like you mentioned, we we can talk about that in a moment. But let's say on ManyChat. So um, then is it ManyChat who have that data? Um, I was thinking about retargeting and custom audiences and things like that. And how how, how do you do that or can you do that? So it's wonderful that you just asked this because I mentioned I was I wrote an article for Social Media Examiner recently. That was exactly what I was <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you want to go see the step by step, go check out my article from Social Media Examiner. Oh yeah, I'll have the links. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> but uh, basically, using ManyChat at least, there's two things that you can do. Um, if you just want to create custom audiences in Facebook. Uh, or lookalike audience into the Facebook ad platform. You can go into ManyChat and you can go to your data list where all your you know subscribers are, and you can actually export pieces of data. The only piece that they give you, which is really the only piece that matters when it comes to Facebook ads, is their Facebook user ID number. And the beauty of this is that every single person on Facebook has these numbers, so that and they're individualized, so that when you import this list that you're exporting from ManyChat, their Facebook user ID numbers, you have nearly a 100% import rate. Mm. Whereas, so like if you were going to import, let's say an email list, not all of those emails will match up because Facebook will match their email list with what they have on Facebook. So you might have anywhere between like a 30 and 50% um, import rate. So that's a huge number that's really super accurate. The only reason that the number might not import based off of user IDs is if that person's no longer on Facebook. Um, so the, the data is wonderful to use for custom audiences. Another way you can do it, let's say you don't want to do Facebook ads, but maybe you want to do YouTube ads or Google ads or whatever, and you need different data pieces. Obviously, you can't use Facebook user IDs. You could... And make sure you do this. You have to preempt this next step. But you could use something, again, like a third-party tool like Zapier, which is a tool that kind of connects several apps together, like a in-between app. And you can export information like their name, their first name, their last name, their email address. You do have to ask them for their email address in order to do this. That's why I said you have to kind of pre-plan for this. 
You can export these data pieces and uh, put them on like a Google sheet and then use that information to create audiences on other platforms. So all are available to you. The easiest one though is ManyChat makes it just dead easy to do the Facebook custom audience um, data pieces. So would ManyChat let you run a report on which people who, who, who the people who subscribe to my bots, who opened this last week or who clicked on that last week? Yeah, and then you could create an audience for those people. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, that article actually explains that. But basically, you would go into your subscriber list and you could you could segment based off of what tags they had, how they got into your chatbot, how they did they subscribe, did they do it through a certain flow or growth tool or what have you. So you can also do it by uh, time zones and, you know, all kinds of different data pieces that you're able to segment down. Uh, just keep in mind that you do have to have at least a hundred people to make a lookalike audience. Um, and sometimes it doesn't always work so well with just a hundred people. Yeah. Not, not always enough data is there for uh, yeah. an intelligent lookalike audience, but, but still that's, that's really interesting. And, um, you can really start to get the right information in front of the right people if you start to, um, niche down into those, those custom audiences and lookalike audiences and everything. Absolutely. So it's really powerful. Um, so, in terms of um, like repurposing, so when people put quite a lot of effort into, say, a blog post, for example, um, what ways have you seen people try and repurpose into bots, if that makes sense? Or sure. um, is there any kind of techniques people could follow? So one of my favorite chatbots to follow, obviously, is Andrew and Pete. We were talking about Andrew and Pete before yeah. we got onto the show. But these guys know content, right? That's what they do is content marketing. And they have really stepped up in the chatbot world in terms of getting their content in front of people. And they've got their hands in all kinds of things, from blogs to videos to podcasts. And they have chatbots that go out several times a week and people are able to subscribe to specific things to all of their chatbots and they can receive all their content but i'm i'm of course you know obsessed with chatbots so i want to see everything that they send out and i'm obsessed with andrew and pete <laughs> and so i get probably three updates from them a week and um, and they could be things like their latest blog post and it will go through and say you know this is what it's about here's what you'll learn click here to watch this or read this, but it also has sharing functionality where you can say, you know, if you know someone in here who, if you have a friend who would also like this, click, you know, you could click the share button and share it directly with them via messenger. And there's just a lot of uses for that type of content repurposing. Another great uh, tactic with chatbots that I love with content is if you're doing Facebook lives and you want to get more eyes on your Facebook live, you can get people to uh, subscribe to your updates and then send them an update that you're going to be live this week at this time, you know, check, you know, click here if you want to subscribe to that and then send them an update when you go live, so they come in right into your Facebook Live and watch, and then send them an update after you go live. Hey, if you missed this, or if you want to go back and rewatch it, you know, here's the recap and here's the video. So that's just one example of how three different chatbot flows can help you get more eyes on just a Facebook Live. And you can really utilize that with any kind of content. Yeah, that's really interesting because what we do with 
quite a few of our clients is we repurpose Facebook Lives where um, they'll go live on Facebook and then we'll repurpose that into, say, a podcast episode mm-hmm. and then perhaps we'll turn it into a, a blog or something. Yeah, and like sometimes if it's quite a long Facebook Live, we might turn it down into like a, you know, a seven-minute YouTube video just with the highlights and things like that. And so it's really interesting because I'm just thinking how if – if we were working with somebody or we ourselves did a Facebook Live and then we repurposed that into podcast episode, YouTube video, blog posts, things like that, then we could use the bot um, to say, hey, if you missed the Facebook Live or Facebook Live is just not your thing, then, yeah. you know, catch the highlights video on YouTube or go listen to the podcast exactly. episode. So it's, um, it's... It's a platter. You're basically yeah. serving people a buffet and they get to yeah. choose exactly how they want to consume that content. And you still get the same content to in front of them, but in the medium that they prefer. Exactly. Yeah. And the more that you're noticing as well, the medium they prefer, the more that you can start to just serve more of that on the platter, basically. So... Um, yeah, it's it's really it's really a powerful tool, isn't it? It's, it's really so. I guess some people are probably listening to this and they're thinking it sounds so good, but it also sounds like you need some kind of PhD to be able to set <laughs> right. all of this up. So, so we talked about tools. You mentioned ManyChat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess firstly, do you need to use a third party tool, or can you do any of this in Facebook itself? If you have some skills. Uh, for your, for building, you know, with, with code and stuff. If you want to take the more complicated route, let's just say you don't need third party tools. You can do it through Facebook's app developer uh, platform. Um, and there are some really basic functionality that you can turn on in the back end of your page, like maybe an automated menu, but you don't have, um, you don't get to change what that menu says. Facebook kind of generates that. That'll pop up on your page. So those things is really basic things or really, really complicated things. If you doing the coding can be done on the Facebook platform. If not, if you want something easy, but you want more control and do a lot of the things that we are talking about and, and more, you would want to get into a tool like ManyChat, which is my preferred tool or ChatFuel, which is one of the more popular tools as well. There's actually quite a few other tools out there that are, that people are using. I just know that those are the two most popular. They have a lot of uh, backing behind them. They are in communication with Facebook. So those are the two tools that I would suggest checking out. They're both very different. And I would say, go check them both out. They both have free versions and figure out which ones work for you. For me, I chose ManyChat because I'm a very visual person and they have a visual builder where you can actually see the flows and where if someone clicks here, they're going to go here. And if they click here, they're going to go here and you can visualize it. And uh, that visual tool just makes it so much easier. But generally speaking, they do roughly the same thing. And they're fairly intuitive to oh, use, yeah. are they? Yeah. Super, super easy. It's, um, I was told, I think Janet Murray was telling me that it's very similar to like Infusionsoft or yeah. if you're together, you know, email sequences and stuff. So just spend a little time in there. Many chat and chat fuel actually um, have free e-courses for beginners that you can take and really learn all this stuff yourself. There's a ton of YouTube videos. I have several YouTube videos for beginners on how to build all kinds of different things and use the growth tools myself. Um, so there's a lot of resources out there right now that can help you. If you want to do it yourself, you want to learn how to do it yourself, 
And it's, you know, once you take a little time to get that foundation down, it's pretty intuitive. Yeah. And I think even if you are planning on getting a little bit of help, it's always worth initially at least trying to understand some of the basics and just get in there and have a look, isn't it? Just so that even if you're going to outsource, at least you kind of understand how things work and um, and what 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 can be done you know how they all work so um, I'll I'll put links to everything that you mentioned you said that you had some causes and things like that so we'll get all of those into the show notes so that people can go and have a look um so if somebody right now is just thinking okay I'm going to get started and I'm going to build uh, like a starter starter bot (laughs) um what would you say would be the uh, best kind of just getting started, dipping your toe in, but for, let's say, people who want to get more people to just read their weekly blog post? So I would say that uh, the very first thing I would do is is create a welcome message with a menu attached to it. So it would basically be welcome. You know, if they sent someone sends to your page a question or, you know, whatever, they get this welcome message. That says, you know, thank you for contacting us. Here are some, you know, way, where, places you can go. Do you want to read my latest blog? Do you want to go check out, you know, learn more about the author? And you can send them to your about page. Do you want to work with me? And you can send them to, you know, your services or what have you. And just have that really basic piece there if you're just starting. I actually don't have a welcome message on my page anymore because I've kind of gone beyond that. And I have all these little custom entry points. But then once you have that down and you want to start dabbling a little bit next level, get people to read your blog and what have you, then what you want to do is create some kind of growth tool, if not one, several. But the the easiest one, the most basic one is that ref URL. You can create that in ManyChat. And it's just a URL that you create that directs them into, you know, it could be just a quick message that says, thank you for subscribing. We will send you out our weekly podcast or weekly blog post. Uh, shortly. So stay tuned. And you just create a little tag saying subscribe to blog. And then when you have a new blog, you create what we call a broadcast, which is like sending an email out to your subscribers. And you would just send it out to people who were tagged with that entry point, you know, subscribe to blog. Every time you have it, hey, here's your latest blog post, click here to read that post. So it's a really basic flow that helps you just as you go forward, you use that URL on your blog, on your website, wherever you share. Hey, you can subscribe via Messenger. Click here and we'll subscribe you and send you a Facebook message and just start kind of building that way. Yeah, start sending people over there from other places to Mm -hmm. be subscribed in Messenger. Now, that's great. That's really useful. Thank you. And I suppose um, if people want to have a little bit of a um, look at how a bot works, they should definitely head on to your uh, Facebook page because I'm sure you've got brilliant yeah. bots out there, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, and actually, you could just go to my website. I have a chat bot set up on my website. Oh, do you? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that that leads me actually quite nicely on to um, the final question that I wanted to ask you, which is, you know, where can, where would you direct people to to um, connect with you and find out more about what you do? So I am everywhere at Stellar. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-R 247. Everywhere. (laughs) So even my website, Stellar247.com. Stellar247.com and Stellar247 on all of the social media platforms. Brilliant. 
Okay, well, thanks so much, Kelly, for coming on to the show. I think we could talk for a lot longer about bots, couldn't we? There's so much to talk about. (laughs) She'll probably wrap up there. So thank you so much. I'll put links to everything in the show notes. And I, I really do appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a great conversation. Well, thank you so much for having me, Amy. And if anyone has any questions, I'm always happy to help. Wonderful. Thank you.